I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Let's hang Hey everyone, welcome back to Les Hangout, the podcast where you get a potashu and you get a potashu and everyone gets a potashu. <laughs> Amazing. You can get that if you email us at leshangoutpod, we will send you your potashu. <laughs> From the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. To those of you who have been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. And we are even more excited to bring you a special bonus episode. We don't do a lot of bonus episodes, so this is like a special, special Christmas treat for everyone where we are going to be discussing Under the Christmas Tree with the stars Elise Bauman and Tatiana Jones. So exciting. Lifetime's upcoming LGBTQ holiday movie, Under the Christmas Tree, is the network's first movie centered on a lesbian holiday romance. It follows the story of marketing whiz Alma Beltran, played by Elise Bauman, and Christmas tree whisperer Charlie Fremont, played by Tatiana Jones, whose paths cross when Charlie finds the perfect tree for the Maine governor's holiday celebration right in Alma's backyard. 
And while they initially spar, sparks soon begin to fly between the two women as the enchanting tree and some Christmas fairy dust from the town's patissière extraordinaire, Ricky Lake, bring out the best in them and spark each other to take leaps of faith and fight for love and Christmas magic. The movie Under the Christmas Tree is produced by Nashama Entertainment in association with Mar Vista Entertainment and Wishing Floor Films. And it is executive produced by Danielle Von Zernick, Larry Grimaldi, Hannah Pillemer, Fernando Ju, Suzanne Berger, and Annie Zapersky. And Lisa Rose Snow directs from a script by Michael J. Murray. And like we said before, we have two very special guests with us today, the stars of the film, Elise Bauman and Tatiana Jones. Welcome. Hi. Thank okay. you, guys. Hi. <laughs> yes, this is your cue. Now you say hi. Cool. <laughs> They've been waiting so patiently. <laughs> we are so, so excited. Thank you so much for being here today. Under the Christmas Tree is a really exciting movie for all of us in the LGBTQ community. It's Lifetime's first movie centered on a lesbian holiday romance. Actually, 10 Lifetime movies this year include LGBTQ characters, which is incredible. Last year's The Christmas Setup was the network's first LGBTQ holiday movie, but its story focused on two gay men. So Elise and Tatiana, how does it feel to be in Lifetime's first lesbian Christmas movie? No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Long pause. Go ahead, Elise. Go ahead. I mean, it's super fun and exciting. I um, I watched The Christmas Setup before we filmed this, and... It had me in stitches. I was like laughing a lot. And I think something that's really like lovely and special about these movies that are so wholesome is that we get to kind of maybe introduce a younger audience to something that they might not normally get to see and who these movies are reaching and the cable homes. And uh, so I'm really excited that, you know, people might come across this who might not know queer people in their lives or might not have as much of an introduction into, into queer life. And so... That's really exciting and special to me. Yeah. What about you, Tatiana? It's great when any marginalized story gets told. It's amazing when there's representation. So, you know, we don't get to a lot to see it. So now we get to see it and that's fantastic. You're so right, Tatiana, because Lifetime is known for diversity, having inclusivity in its movies, as well as having like just authentic stories, I think. So what was this like? What was the experience like? And maybe walk us through a little bit of how you ended up getting involved with the movie. How did you end up here? What got you here? We want to know. <laughs> Elise is fantastic at answering all these questions. I'm literally like, go farty. She's <laughs> bomb. Even when we were doing this stuff on set, she's wonderful. Oh. How did we end up here? It's really funny. I think a lot of people don't quite realize how fast the, the film and TV industry works. And so I was on set for another production while also working full-time as a personal assistant to a producer at the time. <laughs> when my agent called me and was like, here's the offer. We sort of knew that it was in the air and a possibility. And, and so he said, okay, we have the offer. We have, I think, 24 hours to respond. And so I was like frantically in between takes trying to like work my job as a PA while also trying to read this script. <laughs> and it was sort of like a mad dash. <laughs> how long was shooting? Like how long was the process? Of shooting the movie? Yeah. We shot for about a month. I think. So no. it was also a Was it a month? It was like two two-ish weeks. Girl, where were two you? What? No. <laughs> I mean, time flies when you're having fun. I don't know. <laughs> I I mean we were we were in Ottawa for 
I mean, we were staying in um, a retirement home, so I felt like I was on that beach that makes you old. Like, <laughs> the concept of time went out the window. I was like, I don't know what day it is anymore. It's been 84 years yeah. in Ottawa. <laughs> but I get, yeah, maybe it was like three, three weeks? So we're saying somewhere in between a month and two weeks. And two weeks. Cool. There is how, Look yeah. at that compromise. So beautiful. <laughs> We'll we'll yeah. never know. We'll never know yeah. how long it truly was. <laughs> but it's funny. We filmed we filmed the Christmas movie in late August, early September. Wow. Honestly, the concept of time. Who knows what that is anymore? I just remember towards the beginning of the shoot, decked out in like multiple sweaters and jackets, just absolutely boiling on set, <laughs> pretending to be cold. Like the notes were always like, just try to make it look like you're colder. <laughs> like wipe the sweat away and uh, yeah, just yeah, look yeah. chilly. Yeah. Yeah. That's filming in Canada. You either, you're either like in a bikini in January pretending that it's the summer or you're filming a Christmas movie in September. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. What about you, Tatiana? What was your experience like for casting and and filming? It was the same. I love acting. So it was another opportunity for me to get to do something that I love. And the fact that I get to play a lesbian on screen, extra exciting for me. So I get to bring everything I know about that to this character. And yeah, it was wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah, we'd love to talk to because we know that the Under the Christmas Tree cast, crew, and creatives included a lot of people from the LGBTQ community, including the two of you, which is amazing. And queer representation, both in front and behind the camera, was an essential element of this film. How do you think that leads to the authenticity of the story that you're telling? Elise, do you want to start again or Tatiana? Sure. <laughs> Tatiana's just going to wait you out on every question. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's something, I mean, A, I just automatically feel more comfortable around queer people, I think. And so having, you know, our director, Lisa Rose Snow, and our DOP, Gail Yee, both fantastic, amazing, creative people, having a lot of those key positions filled with queer people just made me inherently trust the process more and, and feel like I could be more comfortable to, like, speak out about stuff on set and say, like, you know, especially in in the process of selecting wardrobe, oftentimes <laughs> when you're when you're going in for something that's if you're not the lead, you often really don't have a lot of control or say. And so it was really nice to feel like it was a collaborative process to find these looks and to find these styles. And you know, a lot of times they would ask like, "Well, what would you wear in this in this case?" And I really I really pushed for the hoodie under the. Mm-hmm. under the jacket. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's pretty much what you're wearing <laughs> right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what can I, what can I buy off of wardrobe after this? Uh, <laughs> but having things that I just inherently felt more comfortable wearing made it feel more possible and more, more easeful to do the work I found, you know, especially someone who's like my own style has changed so much over the years. And so to step into clothes on set that I didn't want to like immediately rip off my body after cut was called. That's been something that I've been, you know, finding to be really freeing in my work lately to, to feel like, um, just more myself in, in something. And so, yeah, so honestly it was just like so much fun. Like we had such a fun group of people and yeah, everything just felt very natural and comfortable. And that was, that was great. What about what about you, Tatiana? Because I'm curious when you're when uh, watching the movie too. Like it's always fun when you watch 
things where you know that like queer people are getting to play queer characters. I'm always curious, like, did you feel like you were trying to have your character kind of feel comfortable for you or like take the opportunity to be like, I can play a whole different gay than I am in day to day <laughs> life, you know? So for anything that has to do with any character, I just go to my process. I just rely on my process and that carries me all the way through. And I only know what I know. So that's what I can do is bring that to the depth that I can to my character. So I can only be the gay that I am. I can't be <laughs> another different gay. But uh, yeah, the more rep, the more rep, the better. You know, that's so it's great having all kinds of LGBTQ peeps on the set because there's just so many more minds feeding into the story. I love that. Were there any mm -hmm. like were there any specific moments in the movie? I mean, for me watching it, there were a lot of moments that felt very authentically queer. But for you, like, were there any moments that you were like this scene? Like, yes, it's similar to other Lifetime movies because it's like cheesy and romantic and we're doing all of these like lifetime tropes but were there scenes that you were like this is just so gay <laughs> do you and know with, what i mean and without too many spoilers because of course everyone yeah not too many spoilers hasn't seen the movie yet but not too many right, spoilers but right, you know right, what right. i mean like there were some moments at least for me i'm curious what the moments were for you that were typically gay is that what you that yeah you or just like you're like having this interaction and you're like yes this is a cheesy lifetime romance but it's a cheesy gay lifetime romance like you couldn't necessarily have this exact moment in a heterosexual lifetime film. Do you know what I do you mean? Want, do you want me to name one, Ellie? That yeah, you can name one. You can name one. <laughs> I'm, well, and again, I don't want to give away too many spoilers. I'll just say there's a joke in the cherry picker that to me was like, so it was just such a moment where I was like, oh, I love it. I love having like just authentic queer jokes. Like that felt very relatable. And I'm like, yes, I know like we would make that joke, you know? Definitely. I Honestly, like that was... <laughs> That was one of the lines reading the script that I was like, okay, I have to do this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was really funny. Also, when I was watching the Christmas setup, the, the movie that Lifetime did last year, there were also just like all of these jokes that I was like, a queer person watching this is gonna inherently get that and understand that and think it's so funny. Mm -hmm. But also like, you know, a Missouri mom who's watching it in the, like, she might not necessarily get that. And that's fine at this point. Like, I think it's, I think that's kind of the beauty of these films is that it's like a really gentle invitation to other, to some. And then also it does, but it does still doesn't alienate the queer community within that process of trying to reach out and extend an arm to people who might not normally watch yeah. a queer film. Speaking of moments that are like authentic queer experiences that maybe aren't going to be like quite as, immediately recognizable but that I don't think are like you know not accessible to people who do not have like a strong queer <laughs> a strong queer foundation that they're building on we wanted to talk about the gay panic scene so the first time that Alma meets Charlie so your character <laughs> meets Tatiana's character we call this the gay panic scene I don't it's know if we both scene call it the us, gay right? panic because that's what's well. happening there's that moment where you're like oh no pretty girl and like <laughs> and you can see the like dual side of like um help and also like but eh, maybe right <laughs> so that also felt super relatable to us so like tell us a little bit about that have you had have you had the gay panic in real life uh or what was the process of like going into that scene oh my god I think I have gay panic every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in a 
constant state of dread all the time. It was funny. I watched the movie yesterday for the first time and it was funny watching that scene. And, and I was like, wow, I like immediately get so like bro-y around <laughs> like my like and I like I like my voice drops and I'm like yeah I'm cool D- don't worry about it like while I'm like in hair just like so clearly panicking um <laughs> I thought it was quite funny hashtag relatable content Elise people are gonna love it <laughs> well, what about you Tatiana because you got to be on the receiving end of the gay panic have you have which side do you usually find yourself on in real life yeah, I mean, I have to agree with Elise. There's nothing cool about me. I'm panicking 24-7. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> totally okay. We're all there with you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's also like a, a few gaydar moments, right? Where it's like, I like the fact too that the movie, like, it's very clear that like both of you are queer women and like that's like how you've come into this story, right? It's not really like a coming out narrative. It's just like these mm. two queer women who meet each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess my question is, like, do you have good gaydar? Ooh. Like, do would I... you would you have clocked each other in real life or it's just because they're in the movie? Oh, like, would <laughs> I see Tat and be like, that's a queer woman? For yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you seen her? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I've never. I sleep in a paradox. What can I say? <laughs> it's funny because, like, your character, like, Charlie definitely takes, I think, the more, like, confident, like, she's the one who's a little bit more, like, I know what I'm going for here, and I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. going for the win, so. Yeah, whether it's the Christmas tree, whether it's Alma, she's going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I have terrible, I, I'm, I'm terrible at all of it. I'm terrible at all of it, so I... <laughs> But you sold I, it so well. You sold it so well in the movie, you know? Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> were you, were you panicking actor. while doing it? Yeah. Was it just like... <laughs> no, because that's it. Like when I, inside of action and cut, I have my process to rely on and that's where I, I know. And then I can panic in an artistic way as opposed to in life <laughs> where, you know, like that's not as that's not as guaranteed. But luckily I can draw from that outside panic and put it inside. And so, yeah, it's all fodder. Agreed. Very, very, very good acting. We would never have believed otherwise. (laughs) You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. 
New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. (laughs) There's also this amazing scene. I know we're not going to give too many spoilers, but you have this gingerbread competition. You're both very competitive (laughs) in it. Love that scene. Are you both competitive in real life? Like, would you have been as intense as you were in this gingerbread scene? Oh, embarrassingly. Yeah, oh, for sure. Not okay. So that whole like shoving, shoving children to the floor, just like getting the material you need. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. kids, kids can. I don't care. It's, it's <laughs> me and the first place ribbon or nothing. Guess you should have gotten bigger before this, huh? <laughs> Drink more milk. Oh man, it's, there's. They were like in the script. It said something like Alma prepares for this gingerbread competition. And Enrico, who plays my dad in the film, who also played my dad previously. Yeah. It was a a fun throwback, I think. I know. A lot of fans are going to enjoy that. It was so wonderful. When I found out it was him, I was like, what? (laughs) But something that I do with my own dad is that I, like, make him spar with me. And so we we were kind of, like, sparring in the film to, like, you know, hype me up for this gingerbread competition. And I told my dad about it, and he was like, oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> it was really cute. <laughs> I love, I it. love it. And Tatiana, you're pretty competitive, too. Oh, yeah. I, sh- I should probably be in a meeting somewhere. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely a competitive person. I'm having more grace with it now. But, yeah, there's still lots of room for improvement. <laughs> I, would, I would love to be a fly on the wall for that meeting. Mm. I just feel like that would be a very interesting meeting to attend. You're not you're not a fly on the wall. You're it's mandatory I mean that, that you come I to mean that, that meeting. It's mandatory. <laughs> Court sanctioned. I feel like too, like the people in the meeting will be competing with each other of like, I'm actually doing better at this recovery than you. You know what I mean? Or, like, or like I'm way more competitive than you are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like you think you need to be here, I need to be here the most. And you're like, yeah, people, people, calm down. Oh man. <laughs> so bad so you you got to bring a lot of yourselves to the parts we love it speaking of also like classic christmas films white christmas is one of my favorite movies ever watch it every single christmas <laughs> and alma says that her gay awakening was vera allen in white christmas which i loved <laughs> I did either of you have a gay awakening to a christmas movie not to a christmas movie i'm trying to think if there was any i never really watched Christmas movies. I probably shouldn't admit that in this interview. Um, <laughs> we'll cut it. But cut it. Just take really... it again. I love Christmas I movies. Love Christmas. <laughs> number one fan. Shannon Sosamon in all those like early 90s or like mid 90s movies. Her sort of like string of rom-coms that she did. That was, she was definitely part of my queer awakening, I would say. And listen, if she had been in a Christmas movie, maybe I wouldn't have spent so long in the closet. Who knows? <laughs> True. Like Christmas could have been my favorite time of year. Exactly. <laughs> what about you, Tatiana? I can't say that I had a gay awakening to a Christmas movie. No, I'm not I'm not part of that I'm not part of that club. I think my awakening my awakening was all kinds of things over a, over a period of time, but hmm. Yeah, so I can't say that it was a, a Christmas movie related. But maybe we but maybe we will be the gay awakening for like 
yes. a young queer child. I love How it. How exciting would that be? That would be great. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what's so great about having it on Lifetime, like you said before, that it is going to expose like these stories to a wider audience. And it is so wholesome that it could be like, yeah, like there's like a young queer teenager who's watching it, doesn't even Mm -hmm. know they're queer. And they're like, oh, I wish that I could have this type of like lifetime love or, you know, like that's it's so sweet. I love that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you will. Like gay awakening or not, it's even just like, you know, because we're getting into the Christmas season with like our kids right now. And you start to realize like, again, as we do with so much of the things like books and shows and whatever that like you start exposing them to and you're like, and there's just Mr. and Mrs. Claus and everyone mm. it's very heteronormative. Everything is always like, you know, like his and her together. And like, it's just fun to imagine like as they get older, having movies that are just Christmas movies that you can show them and be like, and look, just like your mom's, like two women falling in love at Christmas, the same way that like every other movie has people falling in love at Christmas. Like it, it's just, there's, listen, are we going to say representation matters again? Because uh, <laughs> no one's ever heard that from us before. <laughs> it's important. I'm, am I going to say I'm about to cry again? Yes. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's beautiful. It's not an episode of our podcast until Ellie cries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like on our like Les Hang Out bingo card. Like, did Ellie cry this week? But it's okay. It reminds me, earlier you guys asked something about, you know, a scene that would maybe fit the mold of a Lifetime Christmas movie, but is, you know, inherently queer. And one of the, one of my favorite scenes that was shot was, without giving too much away, this really beautiful scene between Tat's character and my dad, where they get to sort of like share this bond together in this private little moment. And it was so beautifully done between the two actors. And me just like watching this character of my girlfriend and this character of my father like share this really sweet, intimate moment together was really moving (laughs) (laughs) because... um, you know, I was like, oh, I I haven't actually, like, seen that in my own life yet. And so seeing that, um, introducing my girlfriend to my parents for the first time tomorrow, woo, and, uh, <laughs> and, like, seeing this moment on screen between, like, my girlfriend character and this, and this father, I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. And I want young kids to see this movie sort of accidentally. They just, like like they stumble into their living room and it's like their mom's playing it on the TV. Like that would be my dream. And they're like, what's this? But I also really want parents to watch this movie because I think it's just like a really beautiful example of just, just love, just love for their, for their kid. And there's no, you know, there's no, there's no struggle and there's no working through things to get to the place. And And I think that's important to see too, but to just have, you know, a positive example for, for parents to be like, oh, maybe it's not that hard. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I just love my kid for, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. What a was, concept. What a concept. <laughs> yeah. But the real question, Elise, is has your girlfriend taken all the piano lessons to like have that, <laughs> to prepare for that moment in real life? You know? <laughs> no spoilers. Oh, my goodness. No, no yeah. spoilers. There's no piano no spoilers. I don't know what's I happening. I just saw. Uh, shout out seen... to the doubles, though. Shout out to, the, oh. shout out to those. <laughs> Beautiful, killer beautiful piano actor. players. Killer oh, piano man. players, yeah. <laughs> it just reminds me of that scene in, I don't know if you guys have seen The Power of the Dog yet. There's this piano scene that's 
very famous in this movie, and it, it's quite funny. But if you haven't seen it, you won't get it. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but it's okay. <laughs> what What about you, Tatiana? Are there scenes for you that like that feel, you know, kind of like similar to other like Christmas movies, other Lifetime movies, but that like stand out to you as like having their own unique, you know, just a little a little queerer queer flavor to them here. Yeah, I think I think you exactly said it. I think it's that it's totally in vain with Christmas movies and it has that Christmas movie feel. Um, and then and I'm going to say something groundbreaking, but <laughs> rep matters, representation matters. And Have you considered like getting uh, getting that, you know, copyrighted so no one else can steal that? Because that's, that's <laughs> I Googled new it. and it's I love not, it. And that's yeah. really important. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to get t-shirts instead. We, you know, yeah. yes. Yeah. But yeah, and the fact that it's, that it is two women and that story gets to be told that, yeah, that is what makes it unique in terms of Christmas movies. Yeah. Ellie, I know you have like the, the one last question that we're trying to get to, but I thought of another one that I want to sneak in first. Great. Very importantly, have you two thought of, or has anybody already come up with the ship name for Alma and Charlie? Is there, is there a ship name there? Oh, like, I hadn't even... Well, I hadn't even thought of that. You got to have, have you a ship guys? name. I feel, you got, I feel like that's a we, leading question. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't, but we can now if you need us to. <laughs> Ellie and I are actual um, experts on ship names as any listeners of our show. Tat, do you know Tat? I, I, we'll I, know Tat I know Tat well, and I feel like Tat might not know what a ship is. I literally just cut up. I, I was like, there's no <laughs> ship in the thing. But now so, I get okay. it. So now a I ship is when you like you have two characters that you want to like see in a relationship or you like imagine them being in a relationship. And usually when you name them, it's like a portmanteau of like their two names smashed. Okay. Smashed together, right. So like yeah. Alma and Charlie. Chalma. Chalma. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or Arlie. Is that yes. how that goes? That's how yes, it goes. Exactly. That's exactly you did it perfectly. Goes. You're an expert now. Could we just talk about her last names? I feel like it's a very queer thing to like. I love when people call me by my last name. Oh, you people know, you would get Belmont. You get Belmont out of the last names. Oh, that's Belmont. good. That's Bel- nice. Oh, yeah, Belmont, I like that. Yeah, yeah, there. it's good. Go. We've done it. Beltran We've just Fremont. created Belmont. it. We can, Great. Yeah, we can put that on the back of the soccer jersey. That way, that yeah. way everyone's ready. <laughs> everyone's ready to live tweet this movie when they watch it. Hashtag <laughs> Belmont. Okay. Oh, boy. Yes. Belmont right. shippers in the house. Thank you. <laughs> We, st- you we just want first. the internet to be prepared. That's all. <laughs> they have to be oh, ready. Man. <laughs> but yes, I do have one more question for you. And Elise, I think you've sort of addressed this, but I'll ask it again, which is just like, what's the one thing you want people to take away from the movie? After they've seen it, what do you want them to take away from it? Tatiana? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do this one first. Um, I just, if any part of it resonates, that's great. If, if, if at any point when watching it, you see yourself, then we've done something. Yeah, I, I mean, I've said I, I, I hope that, you know, younger kids uh, stumble into the room and, and watch this. You know, big dreams. I hope like a Mississippi mom is watching this and is like, you know what? I think I need to leave my husband for my nutritionist, like my hot nutritionist. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's my that's my big that's my gay agenda for this movie. Mm. <laughs> and listen, if you are that Mississippi mom, we want you to uh, send us an email afterwards <laughs> and tell us all about your journey. Let's hang out at gmail.com. Could be featured uh, on. <laughs> no pressure. 
Yes, we love a light bloomer who has been influenced by a Lifetime film. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. We both absolutely love the film. We know that queer audiences are going to love it. Like you said, also just like Lifetime movie watchers are going to love it as well. So if you are listening to this, you can watch Under the Christmas Tree. It premieres on Sunday, December 19th at 8, 7 central on Lifetime. It's an important part of Lifetime's epic 35 movie. It's a wonderful Lifetime holiday movie lineup. And you can watch it if you have cable. You can stream it on mylifetime.com and the Lifetime app. I know we will be watching it with some of our Let's Hangout patrons. We're going to have a Les Essentials viewing party live because we want everyone to be tuning in and watching. So we hope that you're all going to do it. And we also want to remind everyone that our full episode recap, our Les Essentials episode on the movie is going to be coming out on Monday right after it airs. So you'll get all of our very detailed thoughts that Ellie and I have, plus our original Les Essentials song based on it that you're not going to want to miss. We want to let all of our Canadian listeners know, because we know we have a bunch of you up in Canada who listen, that you can also watch it on December 22nd at 8 p.m. on CTV. So listen, do not do not miss it. Do not miss this. We we can't recommend it enough. And we're so excited to have had Elise and Tatiana join us. Thank you both Thank so you. much for coming to chat with us about it. Tell our listeners where they can find both of you or anything else that we missed about where they can find the movie. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having us. Thank you. I will speak collectively. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting better at that. Tat, where Uh, where can we find you? uh, That's a very good question. At Tatiana, that's how Instagram, that's Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. Is that Instagram? Yeah. I'm bad, guys. I have no idea. But yes, that's Instagram. And if that's Instagram, then that's where you can find me. Great. (laughs) And mine is at... Bauman Elise. That's my last name and my first name. And thank you guys for having us. This is really fun. Thank you. We're so excited for the movie. So excited for people to see it. Gonna be great. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks again to Elise and Tatiana for joining us for this bonus episode. And remember, tune in to Under the Christmas Tree. It premieres on Sunday, December 19th at 8, 7 Central on Lifetime. And remember, you can find us on all social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Let's Hang Out Pod. You can email us at lesshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or check out our website at lesshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. If you want to help support the podcast, remember you can find our Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. And as a reminder, all of our patrons get to join us for our Les Essentials viewing parties, which includes the viewing party that we are going to have for this movie, Under the Christmas Tree, as it airs live on Lifetime on December 19th. So you have until December 19th to become a patron if you want to hang out with us for that. Once again, bit.ly slash lespatreon. We cannot wait. If you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.